Can you, do you know how to calibrate the coffee machine? Like if the shots are running short or long, you know how to like fix that? Yeah. With the change the grind, yeah. change the grind. Yeah, I've, started, I've figured out how to do that. Oh, you just, you got it at your work? Yeah. So, but I've just started like doing it recently. Yeah. Like figuring it more out. Well, if it's running too long, it means the grain's too fine. You bring it back a little yeah, bit. Make it a little bit more yeah. coarse, as they say in yeah, the industry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I was a barista for a while. Yeah. It's whatever. It's what it is. I didn't want to bring it up. Speaking of bringing things up, I think you are the, the frequent flyers. A I don't know what you're talking. A about. statement about what? Um, a farm animal of note. <laughs> um, I remind me of what it was again. If this was about World Cup, maybe. Yeah, yeah, World, World Cup to? related. World Cup related. Um, let's just get it out the way early. Let's just do it first. Let's knock it off before the I don't intro. Say it. I don't want to say. We'll it. pay you, mate. You're you're a, are you a gambler? Yeah, you're a gambler. No, well, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, okay. You're a punter. Well, and what? So now I have to say, Messi is the yeah G O A T. Yes. I'd prefer if you looked at the camera when you did it, but it's you nah. Know. Yeah, okay, fine. After winning that World Cup, I did have the thought to myself, maybe now Messi couldn't, could be considered the GOAT. Yeah. Thanks. Is that what you wanted to hear? That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. He could be in the conversation. <laughs> no, no. He could be in the conversation. Don't now. steer it away. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. That's, I'm just affirming the point. That he's the GOAT. Dude, good to see. Did you see all the videos of like Argentina? Like Buenos the streets. Buenos Aires looked like a movie. Yeah, that yeah. looked genuinely like something from a movie. Did you see the video of the guy walking down the street? He's like literally walking down the street. It looks like in the middle of the city, like high rise buildings, or whatever. And you literally just hear. It must be as the last penalty's kicked, and it's like silent, and the penalty's kicked, and you just hear from all these buildings, and then oh, people shit. just running onto the streets with flags and mate jubilation. Hey, the the drone. Do you see the drone footage? Was that of the highway and stuff? No, of the the main square in Buenos Aires. I actually and it like flies over the top, and it goes round and like there's people on top of like buses. Yeah, people standing on top like on lampposts. Yeah, like people climbing everywhere. And it it honestly it looked like a scene out of it. Doesn't look real. Yeah, it does not look real. And it's just like an like it's just it's just people everywhere as the drone flies around. It is insane. It looks. I can imagine being there would be one of the best nights that you could. Like if there's anywhere on the pl- planet you want want to be, it would be in Argentina right now. Yeah. I feel like that goes without saying, but definitely. I think, that, well, they had a week off, I think, when they had a week off work when Maradona died. R.I.P. pulling out for the ga- the great man. Yeah. Um. Well, so it wouldn't shock me if they took another week off work. Yeah, well, fucking fair enough. But I, so at work, obviously, we have quite a few Argentinians. Oh yeah, well, we have we got like a lot of people from Europe, South America, etc. Um, and mate, the Argentines are pumped. A couple of them they went to the Darling, they went to the Opera House to watch it. Darling Square, is that what it's called? Uh, the one well, I don't know wherever that you watched it at the Opera House. Sure. And they were there, and they didn't sleep. And then I saw one like two days later, who I'm friends with, and I was like, "Oh, congrats on the World Cup, blah blah." blah. And he was like, 
Yes, my friend. He's like, oh, I haven't slept for like two days. Yeah. Like he and the Argentinian community of the Northern Beaches going off, mate. Yeah. Going off. And rightly so. It sounds cliche, but I imagine, well, not I imagine. I think it's pretty clear for the world to see football in South America, Europe, you know, other parts of the world is like a religion. Different, different gravy. It's a religion. Yeah. Cuts to Australia of, you know, fans throwing bins at the goalkeeper. Yeah. Which we'll circle back to. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Shout out to Argentina. Mate, but like imagine if England won a World Cup. Imagine the fans, the fandom. That would just be – Oh, yeah. That would be – it would be like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be like that, but – I don't think – to be honest, I can't see that happening over in the UK. I still feel like – I I still feel like um, Argentina and that are like almost not as westernized as like the UK and stuff. Well, different – different – culturally different. Yeah. But I still think, mate – Oh, that English go fans that, oh, go mate, crazy yeah. enough, regardless yeah. when they're even just playing. Yeah, can you imagine? Like yeah, they go yeah, crazy yeah. when they get a win. You see the pubs. Imagine if they actually won the World Cup. Crazy. Yeah, mate. It'd be, it'd be big. It'd be something else. All right, what's up, nerds? Welcome back to the Barflies Podcast, episode 64 today, joined always by my good friend and comrade, Alexander Russell. Uh, bounce back from a, you know, tough a, tough weekend. A rampant weekend. Last weekend. Oh. You're in better spirits today. Yeah, I'm in better spirits. It's also Christmas. It's also Friday. Yeah, it's also... F- Have we ever done a Friday pod? No. we've not, I don't think we've ever done a Friday pod. Maybe, maybe, I want to say like maybe once just to cover us. Yeah, but we're here, ready to rip and tear, uh, ready to get into some great work for the pod. Um, hope everyone's Christmas is going well, start of the holidays for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, not as much Cody myself, because we work casually in the old hospitality industry. Yeah. Uh, however, must be nice, two weeks off around this time of year. Well, well you know, rest when you're dead, mate, as yeah, the hard workers say. That's it. We're, we're essential. We're technically, always, we're, technically, we're technically essential workers, I think. Yeah, we're closed on Chrissy. So I've got Christmas Eve. I'm off from mm. Christmas Eve. Remember the Leagues like Club used to be open on Christmas? Dude, there I was... How I, grim is that, I, eh? Like, <laughs> imagine coming in for a poke to play fucking... To play the pokey. <laughs> like, sweet, Christmas... About six o'clock on Christmas Day, oh, yeah. Leave the kids with the family and then let's go have a quick pokey sesh till 2am. Yeah. Well, I messaged, uh, they, did you see their post the other day? No. Um, they've extended their training hours on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and I think New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So they're open till 6am the oh, whole time. Oh, no. So someone's working Christmas night. To be the, fair, that was that was me. I would be the one. I used to always Would be both shows. of us. Yeah, we used to always do those We'd cop Christmas so we could have New Year's off. Yeah, but double pay also. Yeah, I'm happy. I was always happy to work Christmas. It's yeah. still kind of grim. Yeah. It's grim working till 6 a.m. on any day. But the thing is, working is not that grim because you're getting really good money. It's more like imagine going in on Christmas to go and play the pokes. 
No, but the, the, no, that's what I'm saying though. Being at work around those people yeah, is, is grim. also grim. Is grim. That Do you not grim. remember how? You know, <laughs> we've said grim about fifty times in a minute. Yeah, I just, the adjective escapes me right now. Can yeah. you hook your cord away from you? Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, look, not ideal way to spend Chrissy in our opinion, but nonetheless, what are you doing for Christmas actually? I'm I'm just back on the beaches during the day. Yep. Um, family lunch at our half the family's in coughs. Right. Um, the you know the logistics of going to Coffs Harbour for a second Christmas and going to Lost Paradise over New Year's didn't Eve didn't work out. Don't work out. So I'm doing Christmas here, and then yeah, don't know. See what happens. I think I'm working Boxing Day anyway. So nice. Nothing crazy. Mm. Chrissy lunch. The thing with my family. I don't really have any cousins that are, or at least in Sydney, all my cousins are either significantly older mm. or significantly younger. Yeah. So it's always just kind of ends up being me and my two sisters hanging out. Um, and usually, like, I think I have to, I usually have work anyway, so I never really get to drink. On Christmas. Drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have to drive back out here anyway on Christmas Day. So, so very chill. Very chill. Yeah, right. Very chill. What about you? Um... Good question. I, I Christmas is at um, my brother and his boyfriend's place. Yeah, and because where do they live? Uh, in near Manly, kind of. Okay. Um, they're having Christmas for your family. Yeah, so dad's up away in Queensland visiting his family, um, and he'd be up there for like two weeks, whatever. But he'll be there for Christmas, and then me, mum, Ailey. And then, yeah, Joseph and Christoph, yep. boom, hanging out. Lads. Lads. Beers. Chrissy. Because we usually we do Christmas with like these other Scottish families. Yeah. Um, the Scottish Mafia, if it were. There's like a bunch of, there's like a couple and like they all, we all Are they know, all the Harbord families? The Harbord Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then, so all our parents like know each other, have known each other for a very long time. And then so it's it kind of like, it's kind of like family friends slash not cousins, but like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Family friends. Like you're like, we do it every, we do Christmas. It's kind of like year. cousin energy. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. A little bit, but they're not actually blood related for sure. Um, are they, sorry, are they friends through like the schools you went to as kids or are they literally? No, they fr- knew a lot of them, a lot of the, the, them know each other from when they were from Glasgow when they were young, like from growing up there. Who, 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 like, like mum. And then there's like heaps, like heaps, okay. like it's kind of hard to explain without yeah. divulging the whole. Yeah. Family life tree. Story. You know, yeah, I don't, yeah. because we'll circle back. We'll say like, I mean, if you're interested, I'll DM me. I'll give you, a, I'll give you, a, I'll let <laughs> give you, you a know. rundown. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, they're all connected from years back, years, years, like when they were kids and now they all live out here as well. So this is the first time doing Christmas in kind of like a small group. I'm gonna double. I'm gonna double down here. Yeah. Did they all move to Sydney like around the same time? Yes. Okay. So was it like they made the decision, kind of like, oh, we're doing like they were all thinking about moving to Australia, and then mm. they kind of like, like let's move here, and they kind of all aimed for the same spot, or was it coincidence? Yeah, here or? to travel and etc. Okay. And work. Okay. And then things just kind and they're like okay they just and then they all got like Australian husbands. And sure. Blah, blah, blah. Kind of worked out like that. I'm with you. I'm with you. But yeah, so first time Christmas having it. Just a smaller Christmas, yep. Per se, which will be nice. I but know. it will be good. It will be good. 
I absolutely bossed my Christmas shopping. I don't mind to say it. Oh yeah, I was fucking stoked with my effort, and I'm I'm gonna be arrogant. I'm gonna be brash about it. I did it all in under two hours, and got good gifts. Is it so? Run, Ailey, Joey, Mum, Dad. Is that it? Yep. Nice. Um, I was very happy about what I did, and can you can you reveal some of the presents, or are they gonna listen? No, listen? they listen. They okay. listen, so I can't say. Yeah, they yeah, listen. yeah. That's fair. Um, but they're good gifts, nonetheless. Well, I think they are anyway. But my mum and sister's present, if my mum's listening to this tomorrow by some chance, hasn't arrived yet. Yeah. I ordered it maybe. Yeah, I've used that one as well, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I ordered it, I reckon, on like the 14th. Mm. And I was like, oh, Did yeah. Did you pay for Express? I don't think so. So that's why you went wrong. Yeah, I did. And in, you, got, you got shoveled to the back of the pile. In hindsight, yeah. I was like, why would I not ship Express? But it, Christmas seemed so long away, but it really was only like no. 11 days. And think about this. Everyone around Australia right now is posting Express and you went standard. So I, every extra, Express package that comes through, yours yeah. just gets further. Do you know what? I think what happened was when I did it, because I qualified for free shipping, mm. it just had it automatically selected. Uh. And I kind of just clicked through. I was, mate, I, I thought I was killing it because everyone around, none of my roommates had presents or anything. I was like, dude, I'm like two weeks ahead here. Mm. I got time. I'll just chuck free shipping, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah. However, you know, the power of hindsight, we're now two days away from Christmas. A day? What day is it? 23rd. Two yeah. days away from Christmas. And I've only got technically two presents here. <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyway, however, one more thing. Trouble. It got um. It actually only got shipped today. Right. So it's taken eleven days just to get shipped. Just to get shipped. Yeah. Where the where's it coming from? Well, I can't say. Oh, <laughs> okay, right, right. Um, but when I looked at it today, it said um shipping method was Courier Express. Right. Which dare I say it? Sounds, dare I say it? Sounds hopeful. There's a chance it comes tomorrow. Oh, it's a Christmas because I think couriers deliver on Saturday. Well, I feel like this time of year. Yeah, you got to, right? I feel like this is the this is the time of the year when everyone goes, "Fuck the post office is good." Like this is when they make, you know, this is their spectacle time. You know? Yeah, you're so true. You're so. You know right. what I mean? This is when they they show everyone we we're, we're not a dying industry. Like we're the real deal. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? This is why you need us. Well, they've got to dig their heels in. And I feel like you just this time of year, it'll it could it's probably gonna happen. I, I honestly, dude, I'm optimistic. Yeah. I think it comes tomorrow. I think it does. I think it does too. I think it does. Coming from North and Victoria. Oh, <laughs> I reckon you're in luck. I reckon you're in luck. <laughs> Come on, get up. <laughs> Go. Yeah, mate. Well, the post office in- industry really neglected for like, let's say, 11 months of the well, year. Well, you know, email, for the most part. email really hurt the post office industry, kind of. In what sense? And texts. Well, I mean, like now, if you want to talk to someone, you don't have to write a letter. You can just send them a text message. That's true. You know, that's true. So I was more thinking just about packages and stuff. Oh, right. Oh, well, yeah. A lot that. more going on around mm. around December. True. Will yeah, like I said, will they do the big lift for me? I hope so. I reckon they do. I hope so. I reckon they come good. In they my better. opinion. I reckon because I feel like I'm just going to get ripped for it if I don't. Because no matter what you say, you look unprepared. But I was killing it, dude. I was killing it. Had this all sorted ages ago. And I'm really stoked with everything that I bought as well. So I'm like, anyway. Alas. Alas. It'll, it'll be sweet. Sorry, mum, if they don't come. You don't know, worry. It's a stressful time of year, is what it is. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh, what have you been up to this week? It is Friday. 
What have I been up to? Okay, so earlier in the week, this is much earlier in the week actually, I finished work on on Sunday and I got a call from one R. McLean, friend of the show, yep. um, well-known dribbler, extraordinaire. The inbox dribbler. Yeah. Um, and he he was going – he called me because he really wanted to go to Sash by Day because apparently there was some French DJ. I'd never heard of him. But, oh, come watch this, blah, blah, really yeah. good. He's never going to come back to Australia again. I'm never going to yeah. see him again. Like, yeah. some, no one's going to go with me, blah, blah, blah. And I was dead set not interested at all. Like, I, I honestly could have cared less. I didn't want to go. I was ready to just play a couple games of Catan, you know, as per on Sunday and just – get into some work like that. You know what I mean? But then he was talking to me on the phone. He was trying to convince me. But he the, there was just p- pure desperation in his voice. Okay. Absolute pure desperation. Yeah. And, and he's it was gone kind of for you. Te- he's gone for the weak link. Yeah, because he <laughs> knows that I have a, a notoriously rubber arm. But I was holding pretty strong. Sure. But then he said, I'll pay for your ticket and two drinks when we get there if you come. And then I was thinking – what was the ticket? It was like 30 20, bucks. Oh, 30 bucks. Okay. And then two drinks, it was like 10 each. So that's 50 bucks. And I was like, it's a pretty good deal. So I said, yes. Must have had a pretty some, good, must have had a pretty good last quarter. Yeah. Oh, Brian McClay, yeah, did he? yeah. I think he must have. Had that little Chris's photo. Yeah. Show, it like must be thing. nice to yeah. call for a life. Hey. Um, <laughs> so you telling me Ryan has essentially paid you out as a mate to hang out with him. Yeah. I pretty much. That's pretty <laughs> much what happened. Um, so that's, that's what I got out of the deal because it was a pretty good bar. It's a bit of a bargain. You can't go past it. Also, it's a silly season. And when someone's that desperate, you can't – like you, you just feel bad. Yeah. Although he didn't go to Kendrick and me. He double booked himself and he was in Bali instead. That's true. But I – you know, the good guy I am, I took the high ground and I said, you know what, let, let that bygones be bygones, hey? Don't worry about it. You know, friend in need, say less. Then you pulled through. Um, but one thing we were discussing is that although I got a free ticket and two drinks out of it, not bad, but I could have asked for something technically better, which doesn't have a specific monetary value, but it has almost an infinite value, which is one genuine favour as like payment. So that means I could then... In turn, if I really needed a favor, I could call. I could call him and be like, oh, "I need you to help me with blah blah blah." Sure, and he would have to do it. I mean, I'm assuming this would be within reason. Yeah, but I mean, you can't. It's almost better because, say, all right, for example, say if you're moving house and you needed to move a bunch of stuff, totally, and you're like, "Oh, we need someone to help move." If you redeem said favor, yeah, that is worth more than fifty bucks. Yeah, getting a whole day of moving shit around. That's what I'm thinking. Totally. So I've missed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed out an opportunity to have one genuine back pocket favour from But someone. in saying that, the upfront, you know, let's say 40 to 50 bucks. Yep. Helps. Helps. But long-term favour, probably better. And i kind of regretting not taking the favour now, if I'm being totally honest. He could lift a fridge, Ryan. Yeah. That's what he, I'm thinking. He could, he could maybe lift a whole fridge alone. He's got a pretty big car as well. He can fit plenty of stuff in there. I don't know. Even if it was... 
Look, fav- that's the example of the favour because that's the easiest thing I can think of. But there could be other instances. Can you drop me to the airport tomorrow? Exactly. Come and pick me up and drop me to the airport. Yeah. My flight gets in now. I really need it. I've got no one else can pick me up. Yeah. Favour redeemed. Save yep. yourself. It's even like 50 bucks to get home from the airport yep. using public transport. Yeah. And Uber would probably be like 80. Yeah. Boom. Done. Redeemed. Hey, mate. Um, I've actually got nowhere to sleep tonight. You mind if I squeeze in between you and your... Girlfriend? <laughs> no worries. Redeemed. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> like an opal card. Tough on. Favourite redeemed. Yeah. I'll be Little Spoon if yeah. you don't mind. So, you know, a good opportunity to have a good favour in the back pocket, but I missed out. I missed that opportunity. Oh, well, you know. You win some, you sum some. That's <laughs> As the great man says, yeah, that's, yeah, that yeah. is 100% correct. You absolutely sum some sometimes. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, yeah, you exactly. do. Yeah, it happens. Um, Did Gandhi say that or EJ? I often get them confused. Yeah, I think EJ. It was EJ. Yeah, it was EJ. Yeah, yeah, it was EJ. <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> um, all right. What how was it? how was it though? How was Sash? Yeah, it was pretty good. It actually wasn't bad. the The set ended up being really good, and I really enjoyed it. Nice. Um, still didn't know the name of the DJ, but I still thoroughly enjoyed. The the show it was in the church bit you know the one in Sash Day yeah I'm glad if it was Sash Night I, there was nothing that could have dragged me there no no Sash that, Night on the other side right yeah, on it's home, in, work, in home, home bar home yeah Scouters vibe look I actually do like the Sash Night but only on public holidays because mm. that's when it's those like the sellout ones because no one has work on the Monday yeah so there's actually a bit of a vibe going around yeah and there's a bit of atmosphere compared to if you go on a random Sunday yeah. And it's just scat. Did you um did you go Voddy Reds for the two drinks? No, they were Margies. Surely you pushed the no, financial, no, the financial they got, credit. They here. they were the drink established was uh vodka sunrise. Okay. Yeah. That'll do. Yeah. That'll, that'll do. That'll do. So it was good stuff. And then what did you did you stay out here that night? Or did you go back home? No, nah, we went because I was with Ed. Ed came as well. Oh nice. Um <clears throat> And Ryan's on the beaches too. Ryan's right? on the beaches now as well. So we all like beeline there and beeline back together. Went to the Oaks afterwards for a beer and a couple of games of pool. Nice. Yep. It's true because it was day. You've been in the Oaks? You've been yep. up the top at, over all the pool mm-hmm. tables? Not bad. Yeah, it's cool. Hey? Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it up there. Um, great pub actually, the Oaks. Yeah. I mean, pro- a little bit expensive as most pubs are nowadays mm. or, in, or in nice areas they are, but good pub nonetheless. Yeah. That... that like the beer garden area out the yeah, back. Yeah, that's that nice, hey. It's pretty elite. Yeah, it's good stuff. Like it's, it's, I've only top, been there once. It's, it's top tier. Yeah, like, well, it's, there's plenty of North Shore about it. Yeah, but it is, it does, I know it's like a bit North Shore, but at the same time, you can't deny that it's not nice. No, that's what I'm saying. Mm. It's nice. It is a North Shore pub. It's going to yeah. be nice. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's been like that all, for a long time, though. Well, it's also been in the North Shore for a long time. Oh, it hasn't yet. <laughs> I don't know. I, I quite like it. I don't go there a lot, but when I go there, I always think, I actually quite like it there. Um, as a result, I'm assuming you didn't stay up for the World Cup. No. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I was a little bit slizzard on the way home. Yeah. And then I sent you that voicemail saying that I was predicting Messi to have a Michael Jordan moment. Yeah. Um, in this World Cup final. Yeah. Which he kind of did. He can't a little bit. He still scored to send it to equalise, and he made it three two with like seven minutes to go. Or yeah, something. and he scored his penalty. Yeah, so he kind scored of did both his penalties. Yep, that is true. 
So he kind of did have like a mic. He had a shot on the edge of the box with about a minute to go where like someone like zipped it into him and he kind of got it out and he's left and he hit it so hard and it like was kind of ducking under the bar. The one where Laurie's kind of like yeah. parried it over the top. Um, that could have been that could have been his moment. That would have been the moment. But what a game! Yeah, we can. We'll just, save should it. we cover on backpack? We'll, we'll circle. Back. <laughs> but anyway, I sent I sent Cody a, a sloshed voice memo, um, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll just stay up." And then I went to turn on the Xbox to try and play, and there was still like two hours to go till yeah. the game was on. Yeah, and Didn't then I to get a nap. No, nah, because I knew if I fell asleep, I wouldn't get up. Yeah. And that's pretty much what happened. I I was updating the Xbox, which only takes about three minutes, and I fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> and I woke up, and it was like eight o'clock. And uh, I was like, "Oh fuck, demo." Um, but you, what did you watch it? I did. Well, me, Jared, and EJ, we went up to um, like Chelsea's on the other side of King Street because um, we were all going to go to the Vic, blah, blah, talking about going to a pub. None of the pubs were open. Thought about going down to the Rose in Chippendale. Too far, whatever. We'll just watch it at home. Jared, EJ and I roll into our friend's house. Mm. No one's up. This is at like, must have been 1.55. Mm. It's like five minutes before the game started. Just lights off, no one's home. They always leave their door unlocked. So we were like, oh, well, I guess we'll just walk in. We'll just walk in and sit down. <laughs> They eventually got up and like me, Jared and EJ were all just like, because their, their couch, you can like put your legs out. Yeah. So the three of us, we were all just sitting there like with our legs out, <laughs> like with a blanket on, just set up crying for the game. And they were like, oh, what's up guys? Uh, so that was good. They, yeah. they, they ended up joining us mm. um, and we watched the, you know, one of the better World Cup finals. Oh mate, unreal. We won't get into it too much. We'll get into it back. It's hard to keep avoiding. Yeah. Hey mate, the great man, the great man <laughs> EJ is just walking through the room. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, got up next day, slept till like I didn't have a day. I made it very clear to everyone else in the room that I had a day off the next day because mm. they all had to go to work. And right. it's kind of like you know when Rubbed hospitality in. actually comes in clutch for you, mm. you let everyone know yeah, about you it. Rub it in. Yeah. No, you Monday, I had the day off. <laughs> um, I don't think I've done too much else this week. To be completely well, honest. Well, did you see, didn't you say you saw the new Avatar movie? Oh, I saw the new Avatar. Thoughts? Good. I liked it. I was always just like, with Avatar, I was ne- I was never really like, I always took a liking to it. Yeah. From the first one. I think everyone enjoys the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as I saw this film was coming out, I was like, I'm going to go and see that. Mm. And it's not very often I see a movie, I'm like, I'm getting out of the movies. Yeah. Never happens for me. Yeah. I saw that coming out, I was like, I'm going to that. Because I just knew that, like, no matter what, visually, it was going to be cool, incredible, mm. right? Um, Did you see it in 3D? No. Is that still is that still a thing? Do people still... Can you go see movie 3D anymore? That was, like, the worst. That was the range for, like, 10 years yeah. of going to see movie, yeah. but you see it in 3D. Yeah. And that, to be honest, like never the Hobbit, that good. The Hobbit movies, see them in 3D. Never that good. Oh, I saw, yeah. Remember when kids used to wear the 3D glasses but not at the movies? Yeah. I like take the lenses out of them. At school. You got fluoro lime Ray-Bans on with the 3D glasses without a lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mate. That was, that's, that is culture right there. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you know, you'll get all the year five girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dressed like that, man. Yeah. Um... When but, you were in you, if that sounded really bad. Yeah, that also was sus as. <laughs> that was sus as. I was thinking that. I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> Should I cut that out? I don't know. That, that was a bit sus, though. I also meant, obviously, when we were in year five. <laughs> that was... Whatever you say. Dude, the funniest thing happened, yeah? So, 
in this cinema where we're in, for whatever reason, there's two couches in yep. the front in front of the front row. Random. Like this couch. So yeah. it's like a little three-seater couch. Don't know why. There was probably a group of six kids that would have been in like year nine or ten. Yeah. Maybe a bit younger. Let's say year eight or nine. Yeah. So it would have been 14, 15. Three on this couch, three on this couch. And we're in the front lo- front row on the left side of the cinema. Mm. And one kid's got up, gone to go to the bathroom, whatever. He's come back into the cinema. He's sitting on the left side. Mm. And while this is happening, the part of the movie is like um, when one of the female protagonists is introduced, mm. but she's one of the avatar Char- people, characters. Yeah. But she's like the pretty one. Right. So there's this very cliche scene of her like walking out of the water with yeah. like wet hair or whatever. And everyone's kind of laughing at how cliche mm. this part of the movie is. Mm. And as this happens, this kid's come back from the cinema, come back from going to the toilet. And for whatever reason, he's decided to run across to get back to his seat. And as he's running, one of his mates just sticks his oh, leg out. <laughs> the book. Just sticks his leg out and this kid just <laughs> Dude, like eat shit in front of the whole cinema. And it was a pretty small cinema. It would have been like 10, so 10 seats wide and 10 rows back. Yeah. Like less than 100 people. And Did everyone everyone is just crying, like crying with laughter. <laughs> How funny is people tripping over? Oh, That's dude. So good. And like he would have been mortified. Like, oh, absolutely mortified. And like especially at that age. You just sink into your chair like. No, yeah, he got he like laid on the ground for a second and then he got back up and just started bashing his face. <laughs> but his mate's like, fuck off, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Dude, absolutely iconic. That's so funny. Oh, that's gold. I remember one time, oh, he's going to hate me for telling this story. But when we were about that age, we were going to the movies and we were running. We were running to go and make the movie. And Jared, like... So it's me, one of our other friends and Jared, and we were running up to go and make the movie in time. And as we were going, as we were running, we were going through the car park for some reason, absolute intrusive thought, but Jared just ankle taps our mate as he's running and he just fucking eats shit on the concrete. <laughs> and, he, and then like he got up because we were still running. I was like, oh, we were like, oh, let's go. And then we find like nothing got said. We finally sat down into the theatre and we were sitting there and he goes to Jared, why would you do that? Why would you do that? And then he was so off him and Jared was like, oh, I don't know. Who was it? It was Jack. Turn up. Yeah. (laughs) And Jared felt felt so bad after that, but it was such a dog act, but... It was, they, were, they, were, they, were, they were frosty for that day. It was a tense environment. Oh, was it really? Movie. Yeah. It was fucking funny though. I remember. It's so good. Did everybody else find it funny? No, because it was just the three of us. Like, there was no one else around. When we oh, it was running. just you three. He just did it out of the blue and just fucking angled up. Like with his hand or with a foot? Foot. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was, do- it was super dog move. <laughs> <laughs> it was so unnecessary. But it was funny nonetheless. Oh, God, it was good. Jared's actually got a bit of rat bag in him. You don't see it too much anymore, yeah, but it's in there somewhere. It's in deep there. down. He does. He does. He does. I got shown that video of him. Oh, no, nah, it's all right. I'll leave. I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. It wasn't that bad, but like, it's a video of him like pissing somewhere in oh, the, at the top level of yeah. <laughs> like pissing somewhere. That, <laughs> That's and then, so good. No, should yeah. you say that? Nah, it's all right. Nah, it's, yeah, okay. Don't worry about it. It's a good Sorry, video. Jared. It's a good video, though. <laughs> So rogue. Oh, so it's the roguest video. 
You know what I was thinking though? What? You know how like this is going to sound really dumb. But have you ever thought about like when popcorn, it's like eating like a little bit of styrofoam. Yeah, okay, I can get it. I can say that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's the whole thought. It, I just, we we're eating it at the but movies. I love it. I know. It's so bizarre though. It's such a weird little object. It's a little bit of foam. And yeah, it's just it. like, it's actually. Do you, like, do you like the seeds? What do you mean? The popcorn seeds. Do you eat the seeds? No. At the end. Oh, I love them. You eat the popcorn seeds? Yeah, and look crunchy at the end. They're good. Is and they're good because no one else likes to eat them. So you get more. Does anyone. I didn't know people ate popcorn. Is it just you? No, I feel like other people eat the seeds. <laughs> that can't just be me. No, it can't just be me. There's got to be others. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Well, I'm I just not shared, convinced. Well, I just shared something that not is actually not a normal thing that pe- other people don't do. Yeah, guys. How how you know? Don't you guys all love the seeds? Isn't that like the best bit? Hello. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, it is fluffy. It's a little fluffy bit of goodness. Avatar was good. Um, visually stunning. Storyline bit cliche. Mm. They really leaned on the whole family mm. family dynamic, which you know always tugs at the heartstrings, no matter what. Yeah. Did you tear up? No. 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 <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't. I promise. I didn't. Dude, I'm not crying. Dude, don't. Dude, I'm not. I'm not. Dude, I'm not crying. It's asthma. Allergies and asthma. My eyes are just watering. They're dry. Got really dry eyes. (laughs) I actually do get... I've actually got a really dry eye, right? Have you noticed? No. So dry at the moment. And it is from allergies. And also Avatar. (laughs) The Avatar, I just remember Avatar 1 being really sick and then I remember going, oh, I'd really be, because I remember when you, I was younger being like, oh, I can't wait for the sequel for this to come out. Yeah. 13 years later. That's a long time between. Yeah. yeah, like Ish. 12, 13 12, years. 13. Like, I don't know why they took so long to make it. It has been 13. Holy shit. Yeah. Why did they take so long to make Avatar 2? Surely they could have pumped that bad boy out in between. Well, didn't it, wasn't there a bit of a yarn that the first one took forever? Yeah, but the tech, yeah, it did take ages as well to make. But the technology is kind of there now. I don't see why it would have taken them yeah. 13 years to jeet up. I don't know. You know what I actually finished during the week? The TV show I've been watching recently. Um, I, I've been t- telling people about it because I think it's that good. Um, my mum actually told me to watch it. And then also if you just look at kind of any list of highly rated TV shows, it usually gets discussed. But The Wire, have you ever seen that? No, I've heard about it though. I don't know. What is it? It's kind of like, so what it's about, it's kind of about set in Baltimore in the US and it's kind of, you got two, so you got the, it kind of, the basis of it is you've got the drug dealers and stuff and then you've got the cops, etc. But none of the none of the characters really are good or bad. They're all at times good for their own. Well, they perceive themselves as good for their own reasons, but then they're also like bad, and they all do bad things. Yeah, which is kind of makes it interesting. But then that I think that's kind of like part of the reason why it's also called The Wire. Okay. It like depends on which side of the wire you're on. Is if you're good or bad. Is it on Netflix? No, it's on binge. But I just finish it. Five seasons, about 10, 12 episodes each season. Fifty minutes. Fifty minutes. But it's. It's like, when do you find the time? But it's good. Just background. Just put it on in the background when you're doing something. Yeah, I guess. But it's just, I don't know. I think it's, it, it was great TV. 
It was really, really good. And it starts off like every season you kind of have a multitude of characters, um, some reoccurring, and you're not sure at the start how they're all going to intertwine together into the case. Mm. And then as they build the case, kind of each character fits into the puzzle and you kind of see the bigger like network of yep. like whether it be like the criminal aspect or yep. whatever in the season. I would really like to get back into a TV show. Mm. I haven't probably been into a TV show since like year 11. When, you like, watched True Detective? That was six episodes though. Yeah. You know, that's like true. not, that's not being into a show. Yeah, true. That's like, you know, I what yeah, same as like the Michael Jordan, like The Last Dance. Mm. I haven't like, I think I was really into The Walking Dead. Is that about it? So I got into The Walking Dead and then I couldn't watch past season four. I think that's I the, just got it just got too difficult to watch. I just thought it got really shit. That's the case with most people. I think. Yeah. I, think I gave up at like season six. They killed Glenn, like the best character, and I was like, all right, well, I'm done now. Mm. That's me. Yeah. He but was when you're kind of... really into a TV show, it's awesome. Like you can't wait. That's all you can think about. Mm. But in saying that, my point is I just don't know how people find the time. Well, I don't know. You probably just do something else instead. Yeah, I guess right? so. You know, anyway, it's a different, different, uh, different, can of worms, different I suppose. Cans. I know. I've just been, I've been like, I've been getting back into TV shows recently and I've been enjoying picking shows that are not like Netflix ones, but kind of looking up online, like, okay, what show is like people Legit. regard as good yeah. and then watching it. I watched Sherlock. Yeah. You know, the Sherlock ones with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah. The first two seasons was Beast. Yeah. The other two were all right, but the first two mm. seasons were like, Particularly good. Yeah. I didn't know this, but Sherlock Holmes is the most portrayed literary character of all time. What does that mean? On screen script. It's like stage, on screen, TV, all that kind of thing. Interesting. He's the most portrayed character of all time. Surely he'd be like Batman or something. No. No, no, no. Because think about stage shows. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes stage shows. Like theatre and stuff. Theatre. You can't do a Batman theatre show. Well, maybe you could, but I don't know. It'd be weird. It would be a bit odd. You know, interesting, but that's a whole part of like life that exists, like theater. Mm. Have you ever I'm, been to the theater? That I'm just not not. Oh, never, like I've been to like I don't know, probably to see like a comedy show. Mm. But have you ever seen like a musical? No, I have. Thoughts? I I remember saying it was Billy Elliot. I saw Billy Elliot the musical. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah. I think Tom Holland was that young Tom Holland, the guy who's Spider Man. Was Billy Elliot in those productions back yeah, in I like 2010 was. or some shit? Right. Yeah. So he like traveled to Australia and did them all. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. But Billy Elliot, also, great movie. Haven't seen it. You never seen Billy Elliot? Does that shock you? We a do little this, bit. We Everyone's, do this every week. Everyone has seen Billy Elliot. No, they haven't. It's a great. Yes, they have. Billy Elliot, great movie. Great movie. Oh, I, I actually got called Billy Elliot for a while. We studied it in year 11. And then. And then all the the when Billy like young Billy Elliot in it, or the main that sounds dumb, but like the main character in it. He can't that actor, like the guy acting, kind of people kind of thought he looked like me just because I think he was just like he does like a tiny bit because he's a little dweeb. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so that I got for like a whole term, I got called Billy Elliot. Nice. Yeah. Did you like it? Not really. Prefer Xander. Yeah, I prefer my actual name, <laughs> but I didn't let everyone know because otherwise I would have kept calling it. Yeah, yeah, you got to just cop those. 
You're just going to cop those and ride them out. You know, if you don't say anything and you pretend you like it, it takes takes the sting out of people. Dude, it's the worst when you. you, like, you try and have a go at someone and they just, like, go along with a joke. You're like, damn it, he's good. Yeah. So I can't say anything now. Because then, because it doesn't get any, any, any tension or it doesn't catch anything from no, anyone no, no, else. Because no, no. people lose interest if you're just, like, cop it. If the person just cops it and goes, yeah, blah, blah, blah. If you keep going, you're like, oh, this is a bit weird. And now. you're like, fuck, now I just sound like I'm... Kind of bully. I'm like ripping on him, mm. and I'm now I look like a dick. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and that's like what you know. Ninety five percent of my humor is yeah just ripping on people because you so. just you want to try and get other people involved in it. Because if the other person just starts copying it and agreeing with you, you kind of like don't do this to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Now I've been left out to it take. Right. It takes the fun out of it. Yeah, um, but that's just that's just what I. Think. It's like whatever. This guy's confident and self assured. Yeah, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> you get on the what back a, foot. Yeah. What a douchebag. Do you uh, know who um do you know who I ran into? Yes, I had an, an encounter with an old podcast favourite. Really? Mr. Waist High Hands himself. Really? Oh Flatty. Really? Came into work yesterday. Back again. Yeah, he came back. He rolled in. Back in so you went to the cafe or no, he came he into came to the work. union? He came into the union. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, did you say hey? Did you go, I know you? I didn't say, hey mate, um, you gave me a finger gun one time and I told all my friends about and it. And I've never forgot it. <laughs> You gave me the best finger blasting in my life. I've never forgotten it. Weird way to say that. Huh? Say what? Um, anyway, he came in. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I thought about it. I was like, should I tell this guy? Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, that'd be fucking weird. So what did you do? Nothing. I just said, hey, mate, what are you after? <laughs> that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was going to be way more to that story than you just saw the old funny man again. Well, I didn't. I just wanted to discuss it with you to say what you think I should have done. Well, I think should I have brought it up? I think you should have finger gunned him back and said two stonies and given him this. Yeah, stone you one. should have just like or done the like poured the beer, put it down, pass the beer along with your hand, and go cash card, finger gun, cash card, and nice. then he gives you. You give it back, and then you tap. There you go, mate. Hold it out again. Yeah, nice. And I want to see, would he notice? Cheers, legend. Yeah. It would have all been a facade because I'm nowhere near as chill as that guy. But it would have been a good one to get one back on the great man. Do you know what I mean? Well, he's become a bit of a bit of an icon in my life. Yeah. The oat flatty guy. Do you see him often at that cafe? No, me and Dilo have gone out there a couple of times and never seen him again. When, when you say a couple of times, this is like three times a week. No, literally like twice. Because there's one, there's... Like four coffee shops oh, between here true. and there. Have so you tried them all? Um, if I'm with Anthony, because he's a bit of a coffee snob, we always just go to like the set. We always get a Fleetwood Mac. I reckon that f- I really like that Fleetwood Macchiato cafe. Though. Well, it's a special. It's a specialized coffee shop. Yeah, they have like different beans in every week, and mm. it's like they've. Yeah, they are good though. Yeah, they, well, they do it well. To be honest, and they always they, their food is always good too. Yeah, they need to do a bit less though with the food. I think. Yeah, I get what you mean. Sometimes breakfast is breakfast and you best not to overcomplicate it. But I think there's one there's one thing I've had, the brisket thing, the brisket sandwich. Yeah, it looked awesome. That was, that was a pretty tasty little treat. Mm. I don't mind say so myself. Can I say this as a business? I feel like you could get around this. Shoot. Because like there's new cafes opening oh, up. Shoot. There's new cafes opening up on King Street all yep. the time in Newtown, right? Mm. I'm like... The easy, I reckon the best way to get customers in would just to be do like to do like avo toast and a coffee for like seven bucks. Is that feasible though? How is it not feasible? You, you know, could just literally do one slice of sourdough, quarter of an avocado, 
Like, you wouldn't even need to use a whole half. Yeah. And a coffee, yeah, it'd be like a bit of a lost leaders would you cut, strategy. Would you cut your avocado? No, you'd smash it, I think, because you'd get more spread if you yeah. smashed it. Right. So you wouldn't cut anything, put anything in your avocado to fill it up. Oh, maybe a bit more. of onion. Yeah. Oil, salt, pepper, a bit of garlic. Right. Okay. You know how it is. It goes without saying. Yeah, true. Uh, okay. But I just, I just, I see that and I'm like, if I wanted to get people in here, I just offer the cheapest avocado toast in a five kilometer and radius. Watch em, and watch them, watch them, watch, watch them come one by one, mate. Yeah, and yeah, they're probably going to pick up an arm and croissant on the way out. Not bad. Or well, money saved, avocado's you 15 bucks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or if it's like a couple, you know, maybe they go in, they get an avo toast and then they share an eggs menu as well. And there's your, there, now you've made your money. Boom. It's hard to make money in the cafe industry, don't get me wrong. I just think that like avocado- To make money in the cafe industry, it's like a vol- like it's pure volume. You need volume yeah. of customers to-, to come in and purchase shit. Totally. It, it's not like other industries where it's you can just do a couple things and get by. Yeah. It's like, no, nah, you need to ha- be like yeah. like ticking over a lot of stuff. Always. Yeah. Always. A lot of and I just on. think like avocado toast, like it, do- it, it doesn't cost that much to make and it's ridiculously overpriced. Yeah. So you could still sell it for that. seven bucks. And be the cheapest. Well, you know on that on that note of you talk discussing this, so in Narawena, because there's a couple of cafes in Narawena, it's probably about four, four or five, but there's one that I always go to, Roses. That's the coffee would be best from there. There's this other place on the corner. It's called like two o nine nine or something. Not uh, not as good, but it's still like kind of busy because it's in the Central Street. And then there's two at the May Road at this like other set of shops, but it's right next to the main road and it's got a little parking area. And one of them, well, especially when it first opened, it had an $8 bacon egg roll and coffee combo. No, sorry. It was $7 when yeah. they first. It was 7 right? And it's literally just bacon egg, bacon egg roll, basic yeah. sauce and just a small coffee. And then if you want to get large, it was like another 50 cents. Yep. Large coffee. Sweet. And then they did that. They also had like one with banana bread. Like they had maybe like three or four deals with like a banana bread, a toasty and a bacon egg roll. And they were all under $8. Yeah. They were all extremely cheap. And then they've kind of slowly gone up to about, I think they're about $10 now, which is still not bad, but the quality of the bacon egg roll is not good enough that I would pay $10 for it. Cause it's literally just a roll with bacon and like, it's not, there's not much, it's just like a slap bang. Here you go. There's no X factor. There's no shock value. No, there's nothing that's pulling you back. No. But when it was $7, I was going, yeah, this is great. Well, at that point, the price is pulling you back. Right? Yeah. But now it's like 10 or something. I'm like, well, I could just get a, this same deal somewhere else and it will be better, better quality. Mm. But they should have, they stuffed up. They should have stayed at eight bucks. Yeah. Cause you would literally go up there. And I remember in particular during lockdown as well, when one of the, when people would just be up there and you would wait like 20 minutes every time you were there because it was so busy because mm. the price was down yeah. and now it's gone up. I don't know why they changed it. Yeah. Well, it's the same. It's the, uh, you know, similar strategy. That mm. was kind of where my idea came from. But mm. instead of doing bacon and eggs because it's a new town. Avotoast. Or vegetarians at all. Mm. Avotoast. Mm. Yeah, right. Pretty simple. Good idea nonetheless. I back it. Yeah. Reach out, cafes of Newtown. Reach out, reach out, see what happens. All right, let's get into some back page because i got to go to work BP soon. time. Where do we start? World Cup? 
Got to go back here real quick. All right, we'll jump in World Cup. Lot to divulge. Lot to unpack here. Um, okay. Do you want to go? You go first. Look, great finish to a great tournament. Mm. Um, the, you know, just like the quintessential moment in football. You yeah. know, it was fate had its way. Mm. Um, the greatest player of all time. Reaching the highest accolade you can reach in football. And like... It was almost it was good to watch because it's like Mbappe, the heir to the throne, mm, playing the his teammate. You know, May, the, um, Messi, Messi, also current throne sitter. Yes, <laughs> with CR seven, they share it. Well, you know, pretty small throne. Only yeah. Messi could probably fit on there, yeah. but you know, we'll see. Um, I she got to feel bad for Mbappe though. Like to a come back, to, <laughs> to come back from two 0 down, score a hat trick, yeah. and lose. Like, what more do you – the photos of him on the bench after the game just looking pissed off. You'd be rightly so. Yeah. Um, Just – that's great. He almost himself had his own Michael Jordan moment. Yeah, Mbappe. right. It would have been if he won. Literally. I, you couldn't have scripted a better game, in my opinion, no. if you wanted to no. for a World Cup No final. way. Maybe, maybe making Messi's goal better. That's about it. Mm. Or maybe if it was Portugal versus yeah. Argentina, that would have been the only better scenario. Yeah. But other than that. That almost would have been a bit weird though because it would have been like, ah, oh, it would have been really like, I feel like that could have ended up quite hostile. Yeah, but intense though. Super intense, yeah. Intense. I don't know. I just thought what a final, what a game. I reckon just like now Messi has that trophy. It, it's kind, It's just crazy to think the career he has had though. Oh, it's like Because now he has, that was the final piece of the puzzle for both him and Ronaldo. And now he's ticked it off. And unless Portugal somehow win the next World Cup and unless somehow a 41-year-old Ronaldo is <laughs> playing, he probably won't get another look nah, to do it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to, unfortunately. Um, which is like a shame, but God, it's so, so massive. Like he's done everything now. Yeah, everything. incredible. I, I think I'm, I'm – mate, I was elated. Yeah, I was. I would have been distraught had Argentina lost. I was. Mm. Me and the lads were. We were up for it. But again, like for that French team, like Griezmann in a World Cup. Like Mate, France didn't di- play for seventy minutes of that game. Yeah, they literally didn't. Argentina dominated, and that's with France's. That's not even France's best team. And they can you imagine if Kante yeah. and Pogba are both playing in that and World Cup and Benzema, Benzema, the we- the best player in the world at the moment, yeah. Karim Benzema, not playing. And arguably one of the best midfield, two of the best midfielders in the world not yeah. playing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I hear loud and clear. I was like, thinking at the whole game. I was like, if, if Pogba and Kante and Benzema are playing this game, it's a different story. Like, absolutely different story. Because uh, Rabio was kind of, um, he was awesome the whole World Cup mm. and then kind of just a bit meh in, in the, the grand big final. Game, big game. By the time it came to penalties, the whole team was like 21. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Giroud had gone off. I think Gris- Griezmann had gone off. So there was no one there to take pens for them mm. except Mbappe, mm. um, which was tough and, you know, puts a lot of pressure on the young players. Yeah. Similar well, as, story that's what happened in England and the, the Euros. Euro. Yeah. So, you know, it was what I thought was really interesting. Did you see when Mbappe scored the goal to make it three all mm. and the camera cut to Messi and he was just like smiling? Was he? Yeah, he had his hands down on his knees and he was not smiling, but he kind of had the look of like, Oh, okay. Fuck me. This is going to Pence yeah. sort of thing. It was like the I saw I saw a quote. It was like this was the moment Messi knew that like 
fate had its way. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this will, is. Will he, the video of him when they score the, well, like when the winning penalty gets scored and he just like drops to his knees. He doesn't yeah. even like run. He's no. just like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I've done it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I've done it. Even you could see when he was walking around, like after the game, it was not like screaming and like, let's go. It was just like clapping to the fans. Mm. It was just relief. It yeah. looked like, it looked like genuine relief mm. from, from him. Cause like you think about it from his perspective, you know, we're all looking on being like, we all want him to win it, but he wants to win it for Argentina. Yeah. You know, like he's carrying the it's weight like of the most defining moment of his career. Totally. Probably, totally. probably the biggest, like the biggest tournament he'll ever play in. Absolutely. Ever. Like that, it, like the biggest occasion for him, for his legacy in yeah. the game. And he's been able to deliver. It's pretty crazy. How immense was Di Maria? Did you rewatch the game? Uh, not all. I watched one of the minis. Yeah. Di Maria. Immense. The mm. fact they took him off in the 65th minute was like, it felt at the time they were up 2 0. So you're kind of like, fair enough. You're kind of like, oh, okay, like, fair enough. He was killing it though. Mm. It was bizarre. Well, he's always been a great player. I know. I just haven't heard much from him from the last couple of years. And he's then he at, just. He's at PSG and then now he's at Juve. Yeah. Mm. Um, he was he was awesome. And, you know, obviously finished off a brilliant team move for that yeah, second goal. That was a good goal. That was a great goal. Yeah, massive. Absolutely massive. What more can you say? One thing I liked about this World Cup, and we have talked about it before though, I liked how there was a lot of different teams that came through this World Cup and got to the finals and beat other big teams. I thought that was something that was really cool. Hmm. And I really liked uh, That was my probably favourite aspect of this World Cup. Yeah. Was the teams that aren't typical. Your, your non-typical top 16 or round of 16 teams snuck through. Yeah. Which was like... It's good for the game, I think, because in the same way that in a lot of other sports, if you have the same team, keep winning, keep going through, you're kind of like, oh, fuck, like whatever. But when you get a couple rogue ones that shoot through, even to an extent like Croatia and Morocco, you wouldn't expect to be in the final four usually, mm. but they both made it there, mm. which I thought was cool. Dude, and yeah, not to keep, you know, blowing smoke up the ass of Argentina. But not like the most stacked squad of all time. I feel like even when they made it in 2014, granted they have Messi. Oh, they've but it's still had a pretty good team though. But it's like not that good. It's not. It's nowhere near. Like like we were saying with France. Imagine if France's team was full. Mm. But they like just, Argentina simply. Argentina just don't always have had a good team, like pretty decent. It's been. It's solid. It's like solid. having Aguero. They've always had Di Maria. Yeah, Aguero would be good. Dibala, but like it's it's Cardi. like you say. They've, they've they've always found a way to like push deep, whereas like Brazil, who have this stacked side, mm. just haven't found that next gear. I don't know. Even team like Belgium, even England. To be fair, England's seen this World Cup and like, yeah, they got beat by France, and there was controversy with the ref. But the team's pretty good. Like, yeah, there's stacked. no reason they shouldn't have got to at least yeah. the, the final four. Belgium was a was a surprising one. Italy didn't even Germany. play the World Cup. They Germany, didn't play the Germany didn't get through. No, no. So, look, good World Cup. Lots, lot happened. You know. Final thing. Yeah. That France team. Mm. The fact that they were all like twenty-one, they'll be back. They'll be back. They'll be back, Another and they'll be back coach. in a big way. Or actually, one final thing. P.S. Um, French. You know that French football magazine, the Le, Le Quit. Like the sport one, and it's ranked. Yeah. It's like the really prestigious football magazine in France. I can't remember the name of it. I can't say the name properly. Ranked the best World Cup manager, Graham Arnold of Australia, number one. Yep. Based on what? 
based on the fact they got the round of 16. Right. And they were just not tipped to do anything. Well, they were tipped to get flogged, mate. The France, Denmark and Tunisia. Yeah. And we made it. Two wins in the groups. Shout out to Graham Arnold. Mate, Graham Arnold. I, had, I ate massive humble pie. So did I, because we were both ripping him. Before yeah, I was going like, this bloke, he's not the real deal. You know, like, what's he going to do? Where's Ange? Where's Ange? Get Ange back in the fray. Boom. We were wrong. What can we say? Humble pie. Only mistakes. Tastes bitter. Tastes, it doesn't taste great, but, you know, you got to eat it. you got to eat it sometimes. you got to be the big man. Um, moving on from the World Cup. Into a bit of bat and ball. <sighs> Test cricket, rocking and rolling this summer. Um, under For a test match. Okay, first test match at the Gabba. Absolute green deck. One of the most green pitches I've seen in my life. Yeah. Um, you, bat, you bowl first on that. That was a bowl. Typically in Australia or most places, you always bat first. But that was definitely a bowl first wicket. Yeah. Um, yeah, you may as well have been facing one of those tennis balls with a bit of tape on it, yeah. mate. That thing was that green. It was just going <laughs> literally, literally. Like, how do you bat on that? It was just going wild, and it was just the ball was swinging. There was seam. There was bounce. Literally, bowler's paradise, mate. When Stark was bowling, the thing was all over. It the was place. doing bits, mate. <laughs> it was doing bits, and there was literally like three or four balls that got wickets that were all. Like you might only see two of those a whole series, yeah. But there was literally four in the one game where they came. They were just sick. They were like come back in heaps yeah. and like hit the stumps, yeah. Which I th- which is, I mean, it's annoying that the match didn't go for at least three days, so you get to watch it a little bit. But it was kind of cool seeing all like the wickets fall because there was some absolute. Like gem deliveries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some absolute gems. Well, Scotty Boland just rolling down and nailing that off stump ball yeah, after ball. You're literally. like, dude, how do you like... Even the South African guy, the Norchy guy. Yeah. Who got Steve Smith out in the first innings. And like to get Steve Smith through the gate is pretty good. And it's like 140 odd kilometers back through the gate. Just, it's just good stuff. You know, Pat Cummings got someone as well. Well, he just stood there after he got out. Yeah. He just went, oh, okay. Uh, Mitchell Stark got a really good one as two in the in the second innings. The one where it just like swings back and then it also seems back. Yeah. That was just, that was ridiculous. And the ball that got Manus out in the first innings was also a ripper. It wasn't a bold. It was there. It was a caught behind, but it was like just the perfect line, swang left arm to a right-hander. Coming back and then it went away and just cleanest edge. If you're a big cricket fan, that might sound like absolute gibberish to you. But if you kind of ever a big cricket fan and you watch a lot of cricket or play a lot of cricket and you're a big nerd like me, you would be frothing when you see that. <laughs> You'd be absolutely frothing. It was so good. Um, it got a rating of below average though, the pitch. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, naturally. When like the when things like that happen, the ICC they like review the pitch, and if they get a rating after the game, mate, two days for a test under two days wasn't even the full two well, days. You know, pretty much was. Yeah, it's like it's come on. It's not great. It's not good enough. It's, it's not, not good gr- enough. It's not. But I still enjoyed it. But I think they did it just so they would win that first game because I thought I think <laughs> they just did it. They just like, all right, we're just gonna make this fucked pitch and then. Because they're batting 
is their one weak spot South Africa. Their bowling is insane. Like their yeah. bowling is as yeah, good yeah. as ours, I would say. But the two blokes in the middle order, Zondo and Bavumba, they were pretty solid. They yeah, right? they're not bad. They're not bad, but I mean, still, they both only made like 30. Yeah, they just like, dude, it's, you know, best of a beaten I bunch don't, here. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm I trying to. Yeah, I don't think you could judge anyone on that track, good or bad player. Because no. it's just, it's kind of like, you know. You know who you can judge? Who? Travis Head. Travis Head, that's right. Mate, he's been immense. Yeah, he's. Did he gets 70 in the first innings? 90. 90. 92. Yeah, 92. That's right. Yeah, he got another 90. Another one. And that was when Smudge got bold. They had like a bit of a partnership going on. Yeah, there. they had yeah. a mad partnership. Yep. Yeah, it was – he's just entertaining to watch at the moment. But that's kind of – he's batting like that. But at the moment, the whole English team is trying to bat like that. Will also. he – will Travis Head stay at five? Yeah. Or is there a potential yeah. for him to take either Warner's, uh, Warner or Kawaja's spot when they inevitably retire, do you think? Kind of depend who who else comes it in. It depends, but in in red ball cricket, he for South Australia he bats at four. Like he usually bats mid, like he doesn't Lower. open. It's just in the ODIs he plays like that. Yeah, I mean maybe he could, but just now we've that got he's... some good openers coming through in the yeah. shield. Like Matt Renshaw will come back into the squad. I'd say at some point in the next couple of years, like he's quality. Um, I would also say that I mean if Will Pukowski can get right. How's he going? I'm not sure. He's on the he's on the coverage on seven. He's actually pretty good commentator, to be fair. Um, but he, yeah, he just had so many concussion issues. Yeah. So if he gets hit in the head again, like every time, every time it's going to happen, he's going to be out for another couple months every time. So it's to the point where he now might have to medic. Well, I don't know if he does, but I remember them discussing it. You know, like the possibility of medical retirement. Which is pretty crazy considering he's our age. I haven't watched much of him. I think he got a bit of a run summer 2020. Yeah, he did. And, then and he, he was pretty good. He was great. He was really good. Yeah, and I think like like I've, my brain's almost kind of just, especially because it's concussion issues, mm. I'm not saying he won't come back in, but part of me's kind of just got a line through him. Yeah. A little part of it. Yeah. I'd love to see him back. Especially, Absolutely love Especially because the best, even the best players in the world get hit in the head still. Yeah. You know, like you still copy hit every yeah, day. Yeah. You can be as good as you want, but like at the end of the day, like you're still going to cop at least one it hit happens. in the head. Every, like it happens enough. You stand in the sun for six hours and you got, you know, buddy Stuart Broad or whoever running down at you. Well, you got like, say at the moment for that Safkin team, like you got three bowlers in that team who bowl over 140 kilometers pretty Consistently. consistently, one of them who gets over 150 mm. consistently also. Like, that's not, not nothing to kind of, you know, it's like that, if he gets hit in the head, you know, who knows? Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's a shame. I hope he comes back someday because I thought he was really good, but I thought he was class. But he's still good on Channel 7 commentary, so he's better than some of the others they have, so I'll yep. keep him on. Um, But are you... Boxing Day test coming up. The talk of the Boland versus Hazelwood debar- debate at the moment. Who comes in for who? I think, look, I don't think they can leave Boland out. I simply don't think they no, can. No, I don't think they can either. I don't either. think they can. And if they can sell it to Josh, like, mate, you know what? Just give you one more rest. Yeah, I think Just that's take what they're the, going to do. Take the extra test. We'll bring you back for Sydney. I think that's what's going to happen. Let Scotty B get out there and get into his work. Because, th- you know. I think if if... 
if they win the Melbourne test, I think they'll rest Mitchell Stark and okay. they'll play Boland and Hazelwood. Okay. And then Cummins will play. Yeah. I can I can kind of see that happening just because Mitchell Stark has played every game for the last three months. Yeah. And they always talk about rotation for injuries. And I just think he probably could do the rest because they got to go to India. Yeah. After this test series, they go to India. They play four matches over there. Um which are we? Which will be sick because they haven't been to India in a long time. India have come here a lot, but we haven't been there. That'll be tough. So I'm really excited to see what they do. Yeah, I'm interested to see who they pick as the other spinner. I'm not sure if they'll give Swepo another go. As much as I like Sweps, and he wasn't that good in Pakistan, mm. he wasn't great. I thought he would be a bit better. We'll see what they do. Um, also, batting over there, like Cam Green. He's got some fucking work to do that bloke with his bat. I'm sorry. Yeah, he does. I like, no, and you know what? I love I love Cam Green. Mate. I love the guy. He seems like a good great bloke, but I think there's like he's twenty odd games in to his career almost. I think like if you are batting six, I think he's getting carried a little bit by everyone else his batting quality. Yeah. I just think like if he doesn't make that big score soon, it's kind of Okay, like I know he's a great fielder. No, he's a good, like decent bowler. But you got to still bat. He was like, I it was either last summer or the summer before, wasn't he? Like batting pretty okay. Didn't yeah, he get a, like a seventy or an eighty? It's some pretty been, vital eighty at one. He's point been getting something? just like fifties, like like keep getting those kind of scores in like the middle there, like fifties, seventies. I think he's made an eighty, like forty. He keeps kind of like. Getting those kind of scores but not going on. I think he's got like seven fifties or something in I think he's played probably like fifteen matches, maybe. But yeah, you just kind of this is now the time when the honeymoon period for some of these players kind of over from when they first come in the team and you need to start because that's what happened to Travis Head. When he first came in, he made a lot of those forties, fifties, yeah, those kind of scores. And then he kind of made a hundred and then he's now he's I think he's made seven hundreds now, and he's yeah. made uh, like maybe fifteen, twelve fifties. Mate, he's killing it. Yeah, he's the guy's really, killing. He's playing it. well, like really well at the moment. But you know he needs that score soon because then I think it's going to be question marks. People are going to go, all right, just because he's a handy bowler bat and he's a great, his fielding is immense. Yeah, but you still have. Mate, to. he's awesome in the gully. I don't think I saw him drop one. I've touched and he wood. took. Yeah, I've never seen him drop one. Yeah, and he took screamers as well. It's not like yeah. he was like, mm. come on, like down low. The guy's like six five. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's catching him, pick him up around his ankle. And he's like, a big, are you kidding? Mm. Good to see. Impressive stuff. Shout out Cam Green. Shout out. Come and also, if anyone's been watching the Big Bash recently, um, the Sydney Thunder rolled for fifteen. <laughs> Dude, I like I was at work and it had been on in the background. I wasn't watching it. And like I went to the bathroom and I opened my Instagram and it was like Thunder Bold for yeah, fifteen odd or whatever. It's just that's something that happens in like, park you, cricket. Are you kidding? Yeah. I've been bowled uh, the team I've played in has been bowled out for sixteen before. <laughs> <laughs> we got bowled out for sixteen runs. I, and we were batting first and it was a one day, so we set them sixteen <laughs> chase. How long did the game go for? Not long. And it, like we got bowled out in, I reckon, 12 overs or something. And they got our score in seven, eight. Yeah. Just 
like ridiculously shit game. I was it the uh, was this game the worst? I think it was the worst s- registered score in men's professional cricket. Probably, I think it was. Probably, yeah. Fifteen <laughs> is very low. Do they have any na- na- names of note at Sydney Thunder? Yeah, they've got some really good players. Who's they got? They've got Anyone Alex that- Hales. They got Daniel Sams. They got Ollie Davies. They got this guy called Riley Rizzo. They got um, Chris Green. Who else? They got Jason Sanger. They've got Nick Andrews. Um, who else? Who's our other pace bowlers? Uh, Grinda Sandu. Who else? Alex Ro- well, Alex Ross isn't known, but he Look, plays. Look, there's the names. Club. There's names, but like their team's not shit. Like they got a good team. To get out for fifteen is like bad. Like that's not that is not a good, good showing. Yeah. You just and team and all the fans have started clapping when they get to sixteen now. All the fans around. Nice. So, geez, that's just head noise. That's tough. You'd hate that. Uh, we're gonna have to push this thing forward because I got work shortly. Yeah. Um. Four o'clock. Yeah. yeah. It's what time is it? Three twenty. Yeah. Okay. Um. A few things in the rugby league, just quickly. They've sent Tommy Turbo over to the US. I saw that. Yeah. So glad they've done that. They needed to do it. it needed to be done. I wonder Look at what Trell that, after he came back from the US. He was a red hot. Yeah. Red hot. Fittest I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm keen to see what they do with Tommy. I'm keen to, like, I hope they do another video like they did with Trell. I hope so. With Turbo. Well, that would be up to Manly. I think South did that last one. So mm. the thing with Tom. Yeah, I think, does Turbo who speak enough though? That Like, Luttrell's got a bit of charisma. And I'm not saying Tom doesn't have charisma, but, like, he's not as much of a showman per se as Luttrell. No, no, he's not. I don't know if whether that would be a waste of a video- videographer or not. No, I don't think so. It's, like, the best player in the world on his day. True. Um, I'd love to watch that. I would, watch, I would watch it, but I'm just saying. You can't help but think even Tom coming back from these hamstring injuries, you imagine that every time he comes back, he's like, all right, I'm good now. Mm. This is it. They're in the past. I'm good. I'm fit. I've never been fitter. Mm. And they happen again. Yeah. And you're like, this one just kind of felt like it got to the point where it was like, this is a beyond a joke now. Mm. Something's got to be done. Yeah. I'm glad Manly have sent him over to the US because it will be a fair bit of money out of their pocket to do it. But, you know. Well, when the bloke's on over a million a year, you kind of have to. Yeah. You don't have a You got to do it. I'm sure to the future of your club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm sure he's stoked about it as well. Mm. He needs to go over there. Well, you'd even say like, even at that, you'd kind of be going, all right, season's, what, a couple months away now, three months away. Yeah. Less. Like, that's a lot. That's 12 weeks to get, get good. Yeah. So you'd probably be right for round one, even if he goes to this specialist. Yeah. Has a bit of surgery. But you'd even consider going, all right, well, based on your draw, first two games, three games of the season, let's just rest you and then maybe play you – Round four, reduce, like, just get, you know what I mean? Like, don't, yeah. just, like, get the workload up yeah. too quick. I can't remember what happened with the trail. I can't remember if he went straight back into. He went straight. He was playing into 50 minutes or ish, yeah. I think, and they will bringing him off. Yeah. So maybe, st- yeah, like, bring him back round two or three, play 50, 60 minutes and take him off. Because I'm just thinking, he'll only need to play. Because if he, pl- even if he only plays partial minutes, if he's available, he'll play in the Blues team. Yeah. 100%. He doesn't even have to be playing well. Oh, yeah. It will just get picked. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, for sure. So, look, I think they just need to. If he's sweet, I hope he gets. I hope. I want to see him fit. I want to see him fit because I want him to play for New South Wales. I don't really care that much. I want all the throbbers to throb. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. Exactly. But I would love to see him play for New South Wales this year. Yeah. Like, 
would f- would froth. I want I want to see KP again go to another level this year. Well, KP's supposed to be gone to another level for the last three years, but I think the elevator's a bit jammed. Well, he does it in he did it in Origin. So yeah, but it. he doesn't do it for the Knights. Well, that's what I'm saying. But now they got the great Jackson Hastings. They got a couple others. It'll be good to watch the Knights this year. I think the Knights. Jaden Braley will be back. Yeah, he true. Didn't play much of last year. True. Yeah, I'm. I'm intrigued to see what they do. They got um, Adam Elliott, who was exceptional last year for the Raiders. Dom Young had a bit of a breakout season last yeah. year. Bradman will come good. If they can get Bradman not injured, he only plays like six games a year. If they can get him sweet, I think, yeah. I mean, they, it's shaping up nicely. But we'll just see what comes. The Saifidi brothers. Yeah. they got players there, mate. They got got, footballers. They got, like, Hastings is a great sign. They, they almost have too many forwards, in yeah. my opinion. There. They got fucking heaps. Yeah. They got too many. They need to. Like, well, they've offloaded Clemmer. Yeah. We'll take Where did Clemmer go? The Tigers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, Geez, Shapen was quite the year in the old NRL. Just quietly. Can't wait. We thought last year was going to be cl- was a close year. This year is going to be way closer. I am, and as much as I hate the Roosters, looking forward to seeing how they go. So do I, Brandon Smith. I think everyone's forgotten how good Brandon Smith is. Yeah. I think he's going to be exceptional. Not to mention Sewell. This is this could be. Oh, dude, they're so stuck. Their team's yeah, stuck. It's, I actually can't even like fathom how stuck the they Dragons are. seems to getting me a bit g'd up at the moment. Apparently, there's been players. And there was like reports that there was a fight at training, Mate. but then they came out and said. Just because the boys are training so hard for a big season ahead. And not going to lie, I don't know whether that was just a lie, but it still no. got me pumped. Um, Dad, I was listening to literally a Connor Watson podcast this morning. He was on the Hello Sport podcast. He's like, mate, fights at training happen all the time. Yeah. He's like, because what happens is, the way he described it is like, you roll in on like a Thursday morning and you'll spend the first two hours doing fitness mm. to the point where like you're f- – over it mm. like you're so over it yeah and then you've got to go in and wrestle your mates and like yeah there's blow-ups it happens mm. like they're all big dogs yeah it, it, it happens there's there's no like you know fox sports try and paint the picture as like it's infighting you know yeah the club's imploding no blah, it would blah, happen blah. all the time happens all the time even i remember like mick ennis and shit saying it would happen yeah. all the time happens all the you time. can imagine it happening with mick ennis a lot this is a grab. yeah anyway we'll um we'll pull this thing shut now but final point for the nrl the salary cap's gone up, has had a 22% increase for the top 30. So it's really? gone from 9.6 to 12.1 million. It's gone up 2 mil. Wow. 2.5 mil. Decent. It's huge. It's huge. I don't know. I don't have the knowledge of the game to see how that is dispersed. I don't know if everyone's contracts get upped. I don't know how much of that goes towards new transfers, back-ended deals. Blah, well, blah, blah. I think with new teams, you need. With like more teams, you'd think you'd need more. Well, the money's money. obviously just there. Yeah. There's just more money coming into the game now, which is good. So, mm. yeah. Um, that's got to be us, unfortunately, for this week. We're on a bit of a roll today. Yeah. Uh, Song of the Week, No Something on Your Mind by Big J McNeely. Don't know where I picked it up from, somewhere during the week. Just caught your ear. Caught my ear. Happens. Is that us? I think that's us. Uh, we'll just say a very Merry Christmas to everyone. Not sure if we'll get a pod done. Or maybe we'll get... Maybe. Nah, big ask because you've got to go to Lost. I'll be back I'll be back on the 1st. Yeah, but I'm saying between now and New Year's, there might not be Oh, there'll be no episode. pod. No. There'll be no pod. There shan't be a pod. Oh. We'll, no, there won't. No, nah, we won't. <laughs> there no, won't. No, 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 no. There definitely won't. No, wait. There won't. Um, but, guys, everyone, 
Have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas. Stay safe. Happy New Year's. Another year of the barflies. Another year of the barflies. Um, out here doing the Lord's work. So, yeah, enjoy your holidays. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.